Welcome to the Stephen and Arjun's Football Podcast, where they discuss anything football, everything football. This podcast is brought to you by Starshot Bakery and Misuboy SG. Craving for party treats like cakes and cookies in Subang Jaya? Visit starshot.bakery on Instagram. Or would you like tiramisu in Singapore? Visit misuboy.sg on Instagram as well. Good day listeners and welcome to another episode of the Steven and Arjun's Football Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Misuboy SG and Starshot Bakery. Continuing with our episodes for the new season of the Premier League. Um, today, we have invited Albert to join us to talk about Chelsea ahead of the new English Premier League season. Um, but before we start, I'd like to welcome my guests and also my co-hosts for today. Um, firstly, I'll welcome Arjun. Arjun, welcome back to the channel. Uh, thanks, Stephen. Good to be back. Thanks, Arjun. And also, our guest for today is uh, a die-hard Chelsea fan, Albert. Albert, welcome back. Thank you very much uh, for having me, Arjun and Stephen. Yeah, Albert, how are you in Taiwan? Are you are you okay there? How how is it there? Yeah, everything is good right now. I think we only have like two local community cases today, but I'm graduated, so I'm just gonna see like where my future lies. Yeah, thank. Two, two local community. Uh, 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 I think Malaysia we have 10,000 times two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully everything's under control now. Like we are approaching the peak of 20,000 and holding it holding it quite consistently. <laughs> not really increasing, but okay. I mean, like at least <laughs> <laughs> it's not increasing any further, but it's holding it all <laughs> consistently. Um, all right, okay, so. Let's jump straight into our discussion for today, which is about Chelsea FC. I mean, like, um, ever since uh, Thomas Tuchel t- took over from Fred Lampard, I feel that Chelsea is on the, on the rise and you know, keep on going up. And they ended in top four, um, finished with a Champions League trophy, and also yep. recently won the Super Cup. Like, That's you know, cool. uh, yeah, and then, and then, you know, they won 3 new against Crystal Palace in the first game, and then with Lukaku yet to come in. Things are looking very rosy for the moment for Chelsea. Um, Albert, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm definitely happy just to see like how the season started between you and a splendid performance for Chelsea. But definitely, we have to like keep our heads heads high and then focus because like the second half of the Super Cup was really terrible. Like everything was sloppy. The defense is just it's just like someone came in and robbed the whole Chelsea team and kidnapped them. the The second half was just really bad. So I think like the most important thing is to um, stay focused and let's see what we can do with this new squad and of course the signing of Lukaku. Speaking of Lukaku as well, um, just wanted to ask, like, I think a lot of Chelsea fans are likening him or expecting him to have like the impact Drogba had, uh, DJ Drogba had at Chelsea or maybe hoping him to have a similar play style or similar influence on the team as Drogba had. Given that Lukaku has had stints in the Premier League with Everton and United, uh, at times, criticized for things like his first touch, maybe his play style not suiting the team, things like that. How how do you see him having an impact uh, with Chelsea this season? Um, yeah. So what what was the question again? Yeah, I was uh, saying like, what, how do you think Lukaku is going to fit into the Chelsea team this season? Given that uh, Chelsea fans are hoping or expecting him to have a DJ global like impact. Um, I think that definitely Lukaku is going to play a big, big part, especially like seeing how um, Werner isn't really like um, 
delivering like all the goals expectation that expected from him um, from all those Chelsea fans. But I think like if somehow we're gonna uh, you know play Werner and Lukaku together, probably Lukaku's gonna play a better part in the striker position. I think, but definitely like Werner um, made a lot of assists and contributed a lot of the goal. And seeing like how his speed has constantly becoming a threat to all the defenders. Um, but yeah, but I think Lukaku is going to score more goals because of physicality is probably suited more for the Premier League. And you know, given his time in having a wonderful season in Inter Milan, I think he's probably going to be a better goal scorer than Warner. But definitely, I think um, the contribution of Warner shouldn't be just like a cancel out and all that. Yeah, but um, Albert, speaking about Lukaku's impact to Chelsea, uh, like we, we all along since uh, Jose Mourinho's time, we have seen Chelsea play with a physical physical focal point in front. Like you have um, Didi Drogba, then you have Diego Costa, and now we have Lukaku coming in. Like, um, is this how Chelsea play whereby they always have a number nine, which is strong, regardless of whoever their manager is? I, we understand that. We understand that Jose Mourinho's type of uh, style of play is to have a, a strong physical number nine, you know? He has mm-hmm. Drogba at Chelsea, he has Lukaku at MU, he has... Um, um, Ibrahimovic at MU as well. Ibrahimovic, yeah, Ibrahimovic. Yeah, so, oh. like, so like Chelsea is also something like that, regardless of... So you see... Do you see to, uh, Thomas Tuchel's style of play is also similar to that? Or is it a club thing where you have to have a physical number nine? I think from what I remember, like this always has been like a tradition of Chelsea having only one striker and a number nine at front, right? So even if like Frank Lampard, I think he only plays one striker, Tammy Abraham. And then like back in the days, I think Sarri also had one striker, if I'm not mistaken. So I think it's more like a club thing rather than a manager thing. For my memory, just for me, I'm not. I don't. I'm no. I don't, I'm not sure like how other fans think, but that's like from my memory, like how we always have only one striker at the front, and probably like a false nine or a false nine in the back of trying to support the striker. But but yeah, I think it's more like a club thing rather than a manager thing. But also, yeah, but uh, speaking, uh, yeah, sorry, speaking, go ahead, Arjun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but also speaking of Lukaku, as a uh, uh, speaking of Chelsea having a traditional number nine, uh, one of the why uh, people say that Lukaku didn't work out at United under Ole especially is because um, Ole viewed him as someone who would play with his back to the goal, as someone who can hold up the ball. But Lukaku, despite being a physical striker, is not someone who plays like that, as evidenced uh, by how he plays in Inter Milan, where he plays mm-hmm. with another striker, who is Lautaro Martinez. Uh, he plays off him, like uh, passing 1-2 and things like that. He's not a striker who holds up the ball like say, Diego Costa, for example. So how do you yeah. see Chelsea utilizing him? Uh, do you think Chelsea are going to try to use him as a back-to-goal kind of striker? Or like they'll be able to use him like how he was used in Inter Milan? Right, so I'm not sure like how it's going to work out in the end, but I think like comparing like Werner and Lukaku, just um, considering like what happened in last night, right? Yeah, at, at Chris at home playing against Crystal Palace, like how Werner wasn't able to hold down the ball and trying to like um, get his get, get his way around around defender. But I think like if we replace Lukaku with Werner at that point, I think he could get through the defenders with his physicality and all that and probably score a goal. So I think that's like the main reason like why Chelsea decided to get Lukaku is because of physicality that's able to uh, move around the defenders, which probably suited more in this um, Premier League con- um, compared to like how Werner's speed is going to um, definitely, one of the speed is going to be important, but he still don't, doesn't have the physicality to like sh- 
to move the ball around, get around the defenders to score goals. So probably that's why I think like Chelsea decided to spend so much money on Lukaku and get, getting him back home, if I'm making sense here. That's what I think, based on the game last last night of how seeing how Werner wasn't really able to get through the defenders' um, physicality. Yeah, um, Albert, I get what you mean, but but, yeah. um, but I think my point here is that mm-hmm. does Chelsea still need a physical striker? You know, ever since you move on from Diego Costa, you have Eden Hazard playing in the fourth night role. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you have Tammy Abraham. Then you have players like Timo Werner last season, Kai Havertz. My point here is that it's probably that Chelsea has already moved on from the, the physical number nine kind of uh, uh, time and age, you know. Where it's, ah, it's getting more technical or skillful. You see Hazard, you don't see him in the mold of being physical. Maybe you don't even need a physical striker anymore. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So if you see the player in, in the mold of uh, Hakim Ziyech, Pulisic, uh, Mason Mount, your your Harvards, your Werner, they are they are not like a physical, they, they do not have a physical presence. So 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 suddenly buying uh, a physical striker out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And come where, where where Lukaku come into the play in terms of uh to, to, to with a pool of technical attacking players. Uh, we just don't know whether it will work out or not. Yeah, that that's 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 my point here. Uh, I see. But that but that's but if you make if that's the case, I don't really see like why would they want to buy Lukaku if if Werner which have such a low uh, goal rate conversion, low goal conversion rate, right? So I think like Lukaku is going to be. Probably going to suit like the, how the team's going to play moving forward, but definitely Werner is going to be, still be part of the whole plan, I think. But like, um, basically, what I'm trying to mean that if Werner is going to, cons- to to translate all those goals, probably we don't need Lukaku. But he's not he's not really delivering the goals that we expect from him of like how much we spend on him as well. So probably that's why we decided probably to gamble, probably to like give the expectation of Lukaku, seeing how he will probably be a better fit to the to the formation that are currently playing with all those technical players on the wings and trying to um get the ball forward and pass it to Lukaku and trying to score goals with his technical with his physicality. I think that's what um probably Chelsea's thinking back in their minds right now. But yeah, or else they probably would just stick with the pen and try to hope that Werner will eventually score more goals. But seeing like how Werner actually had more assists than goals, I think that probably Werner is going to tr- probably transform or make a, a adapt into like a central attack midfielder or probably going to add like a second fiddle to Lukaku and trying to fit him the ball in order to score the book score the goal. That's what I look um what I expect to see in the future games, I think personally. That's why we got Lukaku for such a so much money. That's what I think. All right, so with that point in mind, uh, and with the addition of Lukaku, and then you have your pool of attacking talent, uh, as a Chelsea fan, Albert, what is your yep. preferred starting eleven this season for Chelsea? Mm, Mandy in the in the goal, that's for sure, right now. And then I probably would go with Rudiger, solid as ever, and as Aspilicueta. And I'm not sure like who who's going to be like the third defender on my mind, seeing like how Shaloba performed well. And I think we still have Thiago Silva, you know, given his age and last season a brilliant performance. Probably is going to be in the starting eleven, but probably he's going to play. Um, personally, I think I will still put um, Thiago Silva in my starting eleven. Yeah, and then we have Jorginho and Kante as well. And then on the wings, I think I will still prefer um, Rhys James. 
And for the left wing, I'm not sure if I'm going to go with Alonso or Chilwell, seeing like how Alonso delivered like a splendid um, free kick yesterday, and seeing like how um, Tuchel actually giving Alonso a lot of opportunities right now. So I'm probably going to debate on that, who's going to, who's going to be the better left wing over there. And then up front, we definitely have Lukaku and Mount, and probably Werner or Hobbits, I think, to give that um, ball, pass it to Lukaku and try to give the score. Yep. That's going to be my starting 11 for this season. So that would be uh, three for three, uh, which means you're utilizing three of your attacking players. So which means the likes of Pulisic, Tiak, um, and one of Werner or Harvards are going to be on the bench. Do you think uh, Chelsea will be able to keep them happy as well? Like um, not playing every game or not playing maybe as much as they would like? Oh, that's really hard to say for me. But I think, like, given like how the team that that we have at Chelsea, I think it's really possible to probably rotate re rotate them probably weeks by weeks or probably games by games, to seeing like how the opposition tactics are going to be. But I think like um, for what I've seen from the friendlies and of course the Super Cup, Zarek's gonna probably gonna be one of the most important players um this season as well, even though probably he's not in my um starting eleven that I just gave earlier on. But seeing like how the preseason and Super Cup, he has been brilliant and like really played up the Chelsea attacks and seeing the creativity that we expected from him this season is probably going to play a big role as well. So we're going to see like how Tukol is going to implement this and give every single player the playing time that they de they demand or they desire. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Albert, um, just now I hear that you mentioned about Trevor Chaloba. Maybe mm -hmm. you can give our listeners a bit of lowdown about or a bit of summary of who he is and what is his relation or uh, difference between Trevor and Nathaniel Chaloba. All right, cool. I'll just I'm trying to give him my best shot because I'm don't I'm I've ever I don't really um I haven't like give a lot of shot. I don't really have a lot of Trump uh, opportunity to see Nathaniel uh, Chaloba play his games, but I think like Nathaniel Chaloba, um, who is the brother of Trevor Chaloba. Um, it's actually like a more midfield, mid, more midfielder minded um, defender, and he's right now in Watford. Even um, and he started in Chelsea, I think, in two thousand in the early days when he's academy, and then move on to a lot of loans, and then finally ended up in um, Watford. But before that, I think he um, actually Conte wanted uh, Nathaniel Shaloba, the brother, to stay at Chelsea. But I don't know like how things work out in the end, and he was transferred to to Watford and playing a midfield position there and I heard he had a really wonderful season at Watford and which helped them to gain their promotion to the premier to the yeah to the premier league this season. I'm comparing like um Trevor Shelba, I think like he's he did he didn't he had his uh, academy age uh academy training fully at Chelsea. Um Nathan was trained at Fulham at first and then transferred to Chelsea but Trevor is 100 percent pure Chelsea <laughs> trained player. But comparing the two, I think like um, probably Trevor is gonna be like a more defended-minded player compared to his brother. I'm not sure about that, but that's like how I've seen Trevor as a player compared to Nathaniel. But but yeah, but I think like why 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 um, Tuchel decided to play Shaloba in the Super Cup and then the, starting him in the first game of the Premier League was because of probably his ability to move forward. I think like um. Seeing like how he performs in the Super Cup and the last the game yesterday at um, Stamford Bridge, 
I think like Shalaba is really able to move the ball forward and trying to deliver some goals, especially that his first goal score was such a scream and a wonderful goal. And I think that's probably why that Shalaba is going to, we're going to see Shalaba more and more in the starting 11. That's interesting about Shalaba as well. Um, probably Chelsea fans might be hopeful that he uh, has better luck, I guess, than his elder brother in trying to break into the Chelsea first team. Um, given all that we spoke about Lukaku, we spoke about the preferred starting eleven, the squad depth at Chelsea as well. Um, as a Chelsea fan, what or what, what what do you think is a realistic ambition for Chelsea to aim for this season? Given that uh, you guys won the Champions League last season, um, in terms of domestic cups as well as the title as well as the Champions League again. Well, deep down, as a Chelsea fan, definitely want want us to win the Premier League. <laughs> that's for sure. But just right for right now, I think a top four finish definitely what we want. And having like a probably another um, Champions League, that's what we. That's like every every fan will probably want. But I think realistically, I think we're just trying to go for top four right now, considering like how um, Manchester United, Manchester City, and probably other teams have made a lot of transfers, going to make this whole season more inter more interesting. And right now we only have like a uh, Lukaku, probably like only striker, only um, mega signing that we have right now. But I think like with the depth that we have in our squad, probably the top four finish is not going to be a problem. And just going to see like how we're going to challenge for the title and retain our Champions League trophy, uh, Champions League title as well. Bro, you just spent ninety-seven million dollars on Lukaku, and you say you. Only have Lukaku coming in. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's but like anyway. the only. That's the only. Consider, oh. Compare like to the last season and uh, all few other seasons and uh, how much we spent on all those players. Right now, we only have Lukaku. Before oh, Lukaku, we're going to sign Holland, right? Yeah. Uh, and then things just, you know. No, but I feel and, yeah. the way, it, it, even if Lukaku, whether, whether Lukaku come in or not, I feel the overall morale in the, in the squad, in the Chelsea camp is still. Very positive after the Champions League yes. win, and and you know it improved further after after you all won the Super Cup um last week, mm -hmm. yeah and also and also there's a point to add is that Chelsea actually overtook Liverpool in terms of as the favorites to challenge City for the title this season. Yeah, that's so true. I think that's a good thing for Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you you definitely have to go for the champion uh, for the Premier League. You know, at mm -hmm. least at least fight fight City for it, and yeah yeah you see how it goes for the Champions League then because. Because um, from what I understand, Chelsea is in Port 1 and mm -hmm. Chelsea will definitely draw a, a very strong team in Port 2. So we shall mm -hmm. see, we shall see the, you know, the group stage draw um, maybe um, sometime next month for the Champions League group yeah. stage. Yeah. I think for Champions League this season will probably be PSG will be the, the favourites. I just want to see like how Chelsea is going to play its game. And yeah, definitely don't show like performance of the Super Cups um, second second. Um, after the, the second half, it's really, really second bad. Is, mm. uh, okay. Like, people yeah, are but not, domestically, yep. domestically, I feel that you are equipped to challenge City for that. And also, definitely, definitely. City, City has not replaced Aguero yet. So, hopefully they don't get Kane, you know. Mm -hmm. I really hope they don't get Kane, you know. At least the talent is being spread out across the top six. And it's not like one team is super, super, duper strong. And Tottenham is just like being weakened further. You know, with yeah. the transfer of Kane. 
Arjun, any last questions? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I just like to add uh, that recently Thomas Tuchel uh, commented that he feels Chelsea are only the fourth best team this season behind Man City, Man United, and Liverpool. So, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Both Stephen and Albert as well. Ah, uh, uh, nah, he's just being humble. <laughs> I guess I would agree with you, but probably I think, yeah. But like what um, Stefan had just said, I think like a lot of commentators actually expect Chelsea to be the winners, the champions of the Premier League as well. Probably I think we have a better chance compared to the other four teams. I think, but yeah, but I still think he's I being think, humble as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think there's a point here where um, expectation expectation may carry. A certain, a certain kind of stress or burden, uh, you know, pressure to for the team to perform. You see, last season, when Frank Lampard was sacked, actually everybody have written off Chelsea in terms of being a Champions League winner or, uh, or a Premier League, you know, ch- challenging for the top four. You see, yeah, yeah but sure. you see, when to to bring them, yeah. I think I agree with you as well. Definitely, um, the lack of spotlight, in a way, lack of pressure, uh, helped. Chelsea a lot in the Champions League, especially. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but anything could happen. No one expected Leicester to win the Premier League, and probably something's going to happen this year as well. You'll never know. <laughs> yeah, we'll never know. Brentford All right. League. <laughs> uh, nah, Arsenal are just lousy. I think a lot of people will be like, surprised like, how Arteta still... You know, not slack and keeping his job, but yeah. yeah but but we talked to Arsenal fans. You know, they they keep mm-hmm. saying that it's a work in progress. It is a work in progress. Yeah, you know? we just but, want to see like how Unai Emery won the Europa League with Villarreal. Yeah, but the thing is, I feel that have after the loan deal of Sebaos and Odegaard, you have identified players that are, that will improve the squad, which is like for example mm-hmm. Odegaard or Sebaos. Then you should go go all out. And, and 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 make that deal permanent because you have already done the trial period and you know that the player actually helps your team. So yep. you should even further. You should even spend that money. Yeah, then that's my point. Yep. But anyway, so 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 the the failure to replace um, Odegaard and and maybe Sebaos will be the downfall of Arsenal this season. We shall see. All right. Um. Listeners, if you have any comments for our podcast, please do leave us a DM. My Instagram handle is at Stephen underscore rock underscore on. And Arjun's Instagram handle is at Ruven Arjun. Albert, thank you once again for joining us on this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. All right, no problem. Um, and listeners, um, stay tuned for our next episode where we will be discussing about the last of our top six team, Manchester City. In the meantime, stay safe and bye-bye.